Hello, and welcome to another episode of EQCast. I'm your host, Christy Pritchard. Thanks so much for joining us on this unconventional sideshow of healing and self-betterment. This is where you can find unscripted conversations with authentic humans sharing their trials and triumphs around their emotional wellness journey. We keep it light, but we can get dark, so fasten your seatbelts. everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. And a special hello to Megan Catherine, my guest tonight. Super stoked that you're here. Thank you so much. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Uh, Megan is a frontline light worker and intuitive empath. She recently launched her new website, IamMeganCatherine.com. That's M-E-G-A-N k-a-t-h-r-y-n.com where she's posting about her new blog the intuitive diaries and she's also created a place so you can book intuitive readings with her so that'll kind of jump me into my very first question if that's cool um i just thought not really question we kind of just chatted out here but i thought we'd discuss a little bit more about what you do do you want to give us a little lowdown yeah uh so i pick up on feelings i have a knowing of things um I gravitate and people who gravitate towards me are generally people on the same sort of level, empath meeting messages. And I do dabble in the medium side where I can connect with people who've passed on. Um, That's something I'm a little bit more slower going into because it's really profound and it takes a lot of energy and I'm just not 100% comfortable there yet. Yeah. So your readings, if someone were to go on the website, like, what does that look like? Generally, everybody is different. Mm -hmm. Really is. They're very beautiful, profound experiences. And a lot of times people come in with the energy of wanting to know a specific answer to a specific question. And I generally go into explaining that we, we have different timelines, working with the law of attraction. I, I teach a little bit of really working with the law of attraction that's something I really work with and and I think it's it's so vital for us to kind of master that and understand it so that we can create the lives that we want to live totally and that we do have the power to do that amazing yeah and that and working with your intuition and which I think is lost on a lot of people these days but and we're reconnecting to it you're starting to hear a lot of people talk about it more and more and it's becoming less of a taboo or a woo-woo or yeah totally yeah it's like, <laughs> hippie like chalked up to being hippie garbage yeah totally yeah, yeah. energy yeah it's like energy oh you understand energy i understand energy <laughs> totally oh, okay you know good vibes that the language that we have used is actually it's like when you hear a saying all the time and then you never, but you never use it, but then it works for you. And you're like, Oh, like that. Oh, <laughs> that's such a great, yeah. Great analogy. <laughs> so that's what I, and that's what it really, I, I try to teach with, with my clients is to connect your intuition and play with it. You're not always going to be right, but there's always a lesson or a blessing or the term that you would like to use. There's always something in that, you know? And, and, and then I, 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 talk about releasing the expectations because 
in my life, when people would say surrender, let it go, this too shall pass, I was kind of like, F off. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. I let it go, but I wasn't. I was in anger and resistant mode. Mm-hmm. So when I understood, it's like, this is what I want. I'm going to visualize it, focus on it, write it, journal it, whatever is what is working for me when I'm guided to do. That's what I teach my clients. Amazing. And then we and then we'll go into card readings and get more specific. And, and then generally they walk away with a, some tools and they practice and I've had really good feedback. So awesome. and I love it. I'm doing it. Perfect. Yeah. That when I first met you, you already were on, you had started just, you were at the very crux of the path. And so that kind of might be my next interlude to conversation because you've gone through an incredible transformation, just physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of the things. Um, do you want to maybe talk a little bit about that and how it started and where you came from and, and where you're at now? I know that's a super loaded question, <laughs> but, um, but we don't have to get too into detail with it. But just to give our the listeners like a little bit of a past history of, of where you, why you come to where you're at. I guess I, I, what I kind of did this at the end of this this year and going into 2021, um, the last six months of 2020 to 2020. 21 I was in another ego death uh dark night of the soul dark night of the soul yeah and I was in, I was fully aware of it which I found fascinating like it was just like okay let's keep going oh this really sucks oh my god I hate everything oh if we okay no getting through push through and that's what motivated me and I kind of looked and I was like oh shit this is a seven-year cycle Oh, oh, I see. I didn't realize. And just I want to quickly interrupt just because a lot of people won't know what Dark Knight of the Soul is and ego death is. Um, Do you briefly want to maybe jump into that first and then we can get a bit more into the details of of what that looks like for you? Um, You can probably explain it better than I have because I've just had like minor ego deaths, I feel like over the last four years. So three, maybe. I think probably do better. (laughs) Well, it's actually what my next video is about is about my, my, my first, I wouldn't say my first, but my really full aware of what was happening that my entire world was changing within 2017. And I, I had very, very like really beautiful stranger moments, which are just these encounters with strangers that drop knowledge on me. And I'm like, you don't, Oh, okay. And I just kept going through and essentially what dark night of the soul uh, quakes for me is it was an ego death. What my next video is about is about my, my, my first, I wouldn't say my first, but my really full aware of what was happening that my entire world was changing within 2017. And, and essentially what dark night of the soul uh, quakes for me is an ego death. Um, and, and it's like a spiritual depression. I was in a state, I actually took myself to the doctor and said, I don't care if I live or die. And I think that's a red flag. Holy smokes. Yeah. And Scary. he said, well, do you want to die? And I said, no, but if I was to walk out of here right now and get hit by a bus, I'm satisfied. And he was like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a good face. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's scary. Like, and he, and he also was like, you're rather rational and calm about this. So he amazingly gave me information if I was going, if I was on, I was going to choose to die and take my own life, what to do before that. 
and it was information on the hospital, um, when to like just this pamphlet of stuff. And then he just turned and looked at me and said, have you looked up spiritual awakening? And I said, and I said, yeah, actually I have. And he goes, go home and look that up. Okay. Look at that deeper. Interesting. And and that essentially Western medical doctor or like everybody says to me, (laughs) wow, he sounds amazing. (laughs) To me, that is the universe intervening. Yeah, totally. Then in there, that was intervening going, you know, kid, this is part of the process. We've been setting you up for this. You're just actually listening finally. <laughs> yeah. This was the, the stranger with authority. This time a doctor. We t- probably yeah. told you with a hundred strangers prior to that, but totally. so, and that's, a, that's our whole lives or those little moments. And then some, it just takes a big wallop. That's how I, I kind of, um, and I know that like some people, they will, it will last years and years and years, some are for a certain amount of time. And I think the more and more that we have and we do connect to our soul, that we have and when we we have the awareness of it so it's it's never easy <laughs> but it gets easier because you you know you're going to survive it you can start detaching from your meat suit a little bit and realize yeah. that your perception of what's happening around you is not as vital as the connection you have with spirit so amazing i really love that and so yeah because when i met you you were going through a separation and a physical transformation as well um, yeah it was 2013 um late 2013 um my husband and i decided that we we just it wasn't working anymore and it hadn't been for a long time and we really really were trying and we weren't particularly young when we met but we had this 11 years together with lots of ups and downs. And then near the end of that 11 years, he wanted things that I just, I thought about compromising on, but it was like having children. And I was in my late thirties and going, I really know if I want to be the vessel of, of doing this. And I don't really want to take away from you wanting this life. And we tried the idea of compromising with it, but it like, that's a hard thing to compromise on though. That's like a, that's a make or break. Yeah, for sure. And I was, I had gone back to school and I was kind of living this separate life. And so was he, and it just wasn't working anymore. And I was really unhappy just in general, Mm -hmm. in general, I was just really unhappy. And I was worried. I'm not worried. I was, I didn't want to struggle anymore. And I've had, I've had a lot of adversity in my life and I've always persevered through it and gotten through it. But then it was like, well, now what? Like, yeah. is, is life all just a series of shitty events? <laughs> yeah, totally. I know that feeling. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I actually signed up for this. Like, so that was, I would say that's the catalyst for me to make the changes. Did I make the changes right away? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I met my ex-husband when I was 25. We were together for 11 years. And then I went back to 25 and I finished off my twenties and my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I blew off a lot of steam and made a lot of poor decisions that I paid for later, but I have, you know, it is part of the process. Yes. And I would say it was 2017 that was the catalyst and that I went into the dark night of the soul. But the transformation and the making the choices to change my life and having no idea, like I'd never lived by myself before when I left my husband. I'd never done that. I never, I always had like little people sort of guiding me and taking care of me in sort of ways. Same here. So yeah. living on my own, and I remember my first night in my tiny, tiny, tiny apartment 
it was so small. You had to like shimmy to get into the bathroom and shimmy to get into the kitchen. And I remember having my stuff and starving. And I was like, what am I going to make for dinner? And I actually had the choice. I didn't have to consult with anybody else. Right. So <laughs> I, walked, I walked to the grocery store, bought two avocados, went to the liquor store and bought a bottle of wine. And that was <laughs> it a day. <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Like, this is great. <laughs> That's very similar stories though. Cause I also lived on my own for the first time at that, that same year too. That's funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Right. And like, considering our age, it's just like, how did we manage to get through all that time? Like without ever living by ourselves, apparently you don't even know yourself until you do that. That's like the first thing you should do, but so I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, And that's yeah. Cause I, I think that's what taught me was like, and I was like, I loved being alone as a child. I was, I was often it's in, in my childhood, there was a point where like, there was no other kids around. So it was me and my dog in the woods. Nice. And that's all I, like, I had books and stuff and I love that. And then all of a sudden my whole world is filled with people and I'm constantly can't breathe and frustrated and angry and feeling all these emotions, not knowing that I was an empath that I was like, Oh, you're, you're feeling like crap here. Let me just take that and totally oh, you, <laughs> put it in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> now, and I'm dragging myself around just miserable. Really, none of, not a lot of it's mine. Right. And I was able to release that when I was finally living on my own and making that connection. But it was 2017 and going into that, that dark night of the soul, which was a catalyst from a relationship that I, I, I got involved in where, holy moly, I got hit over the head and was like, oh, I can't, I need you. Oh my God. Like I just turned into this person that didn't make any sense. And he was like, you're great, but you get it. you're a little much. Yeah. And I couldn't understand that because I knew I was great. And what, what do you mean? I'm too much. And I just want to give you attention and love. And he's like, I don't want that. And codependency it kind of sounds like because that's I've gotten like that too and yeah and it's it's not a good space to be in and it's hard to catch yourself in it until after <laughs> you come out of it and then you're like who the frick was that person like I'm an independent strong lovely woman like I was a crazy person like no I feel you anyways <laughs> and that, that was that what I feel my ego death was was teaching me about my own codependency mm -hmm. that I am codependent that is my drug of choice and broken people that's the fix. That's your fix for sure. And I'm just like, oh, like when, and I even say this, I'm like, there's nobody to help. I need to help somebody. And I'm going, oh, that's to, for you to help yourself. That's the, there's space. You're, you're being granted space, hold space and, you know, do what you want to do. There's nobody to help go outside, go yeah. live, go, go breathe, like, yeah. have something, like, stop looking for the brokenness. Stop. Or, and at that time it was like, no, take that and focus on yourself because yeah. girl, you need, you need, you need, you have some wounds that you, you need to heal. And it was interesting. I, 2017, I turned 40. Um, I got my driver's license. I had all these really big things that kind of came to, and then everything came crashing down. Crazy, scary, but liberating liberating and then that which led me into 2018 and that was where I grew I grew and I moved to the Sunshine Coast to have some breathing room and and really focus on the healing and that's when I I met a group of people I worked at a, a spiritual shop and 
I, I met all these people and had these really amazing, could be a podcast for days. Of just, <laughs> awesome. That, that, that was, that was a big change for me cool. and, and removing the, the weird stigmas with being in tune and psychic and, and all that sort of programming of like, don't talk about it or people get weird or yeah. be quiet. I, I was able to just be yourself <laughs> myself. Like I, I, I used to walk to work 45 minutes to work. And I remember walking in one day and I was actually working the retail part of the store. And there was a, the reader was there and she's like, how are you doing today? And I was like, Oh, my shoulders. I said, I feel like, I feel like my wings sprouted. And she goes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then it was like that moment. She goes, do you think you could say that to anybody? And I said, no, but I'm going to start. <laughs> yeah, totally. Why not? How long were you on salt spring for? Or the Sunshine Coast, sorry. I was only there for about eight months. Came back to the city just after that? Yeah, I, I, I went. That time that I was on the coast, I I didn't do a lot. I went to my my little shop job and I I would, you know, be there for four or five hours. And then I would come home and I would like take the dogs. I lived right behind like uh, walking trails. We would take the dogs up through there. And there was like tons of like, other trails. I just spent a lot of time in nature and connecting and listening to what, like the animals and the birds and the, the experiences that when you are, you just amazing, the hummingbirds and the ravens. And I was like, what's next? Like, what are we going to see next? And it's also bear country. So I'm like, right. Very sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was, there was something about, and there's something so magical about that place where it just kind of takes you in and just hugs you. Beautiful. And even the community of people there are just so welcoming and warm. And I, I, I was like, I, for the first time in my life, I, I, I knew I was in a line with what I meant to be doing. Perfect. And that was That's a lovely feeling getting in tune with, yeah, getting in tune with my soul and then, and then working on other things, like changing my way of thinking from poverty, thinking to prosperity thinking. Cause I was like, I'm tired of money being an issue. Mm -hmm. yeah it all starts with our thoughts too and yeah that that initial thought right there <laughs> tired yeah. of this so change it so i'm gonna so what did you you started working on more abundance mindset and law of attraction yeah i started to really dive deep into i and i because i was working in a garden a lot i would download audiobooks i listened to the course of miracles and uh, then i have that book it's i have the actual book and the audiobook is probably better because the actual book is really fat and very daunting um, that's, that's, that was my mindset i actually remember going into a bookstore like <laughs> Uh, pass. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I ordered it online. I wish I went into the bookstore and saw it first. That's funny. I will get it on audio though. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, listen to that. Yeah. I started, I started with like Course of Miracles and then I started and I was, it was all a lot of audio books because I wanted to, and I also wanted to learn how to ground myself. I'm an air sign. I'm an Aquarius. We are weird. Yeah. We're unique. We're up in the air. We're and we hear a lot about the Aquarius sign right now as well. So right. it's like, okay, Aquarius good. right now, isn't yeah. it? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. People will know. People are going to understand. But I wanted to learn how to be grounded. And I, what better way of doing that is like putting my hands in the earth and working with the earth and planting seeds. And what can I do with this? And just totally. be dirty and and watch things grow and, and developing that sort of co-creation and and yeah, it was audiobooks. I listened to um, So You Think You're a Badass. And I like that because the way she 
and it was an audiobook. Just the way that her words and stuff were so modern and made sense. It it was a little less spiritual, but it was there. And I was like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting this. There are these people out there that are speaking to us. I just haven't seen it yet. So I really enjoyed that path of where I was being led. And I started to look at money completely differently. I looked at it like we can work together. I want you in my life. I want things that I you. I require you to Yeah, get you're on the same team and it's an energy exchange too. Yeah, yeah you got to get on that, the same team with money. That was the bit when I realized it was an energy exchange because I worked at a bank before. I've held $100,000 in my hands going, what the heck? <laughs> this feels <laughs> like nice. nothing. Yeah. This is just paper. It was, it was interesting that in that flip over and then it happened and things started to happen and like, and I, I work in the film industry and like, I call that my regular job. That's the, where I bring the money in and I, I wanted a car. So I, I just started to go, that's what I want. Do you hear me universe? Mm-hmm. Show me a sign. Oh, you do hear me. Now I wait. Yeah. And you kind of detach from it a little bit too, without yeah. pining. Yeah. It's the pining energy too, that keeps it from you. So yeah. Awesome. And you got your car. <laughs> and I got my car. And it, like, the whole process wasn't easy, but I got it. And I, yeah. I did it on my own. And I was like feeling like an actual adult for the first time doing these weird little things that didn't feel important to me before because I didn't feel that I would ever achieve them because I was, I grew up poor. Therefore, I will be poor. Right. And that mindset is hard to shake too. It's, I think it's one of the most that people struggle with mm-hmm. and it and then you when you start to learn that it equates to your self-worth you're like oh crap okay <laughs> I gotta work on that too <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's true though but yeah like, <laughs> things, are things are great oh oh we're gonna oh we're gonna deal with that like, I, great I say, I say it all the time like because then when you start to learn these new skills and how to communicate with people and not project your anger or even when you realize that you are projecting your anger I'll be aware of that back, yeah and be accountable. And I'm like, these are so many key keywords, awareness, accountability. Like, that's a big one. Oh, like, yeah. Like, because we are all going to mess up. Yeah. <laughs> Forgiveness yeah. is huge. Yeah. It's huge. And I think we all have those too. Like when I, 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 I thought, I thought about writing a book once about these keywords and the importance of it. And I just think they're, they're all on the same level. Yeah. That's a great idea. I love that. That's why I went to the coast to write a book. Yeah. That's like, what I thought. Right. And when the, when I got to the coast, the coast said no. Yeah. So you never really, I know I moved into this little pool house to write adventures of peanut and I got here and started a podcast. It's just like, what the universe has other plans sometimes and you just got to roll with it. And yeah, it's, it's have, funny how you know, that happens. Have humor. Yeah. I think that's the biggest element that people miss these days. They take it too seriously. This, and they call it like the work. I was talking about this in another episode. Just stop calling it the work. It's a fluid beautiful process. Like it's lovely. Like embrace the process. It's not work. Like I, I just really detest it. I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, because that's another thing that I started. That was a big thing was learning the power of words. Like I love humor. I make fun of myself all the time. I make fun of myself before you can make fun of me because I, (laughs) Of criticism and you may say something that will hurt me so I that that was my go-to all the time and I read this book the power of words and I oh I'm going to stop doing that I'm going to stop doing that completely and I I do I read these beautiful things that people write and I want to take out certain words and 
calling it the work or healing is hard. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, I feel yeah, I definitely, you know, it, it is hard, but can we can we come up with a new word? Like, it's, I mean, it's a like, I don't even consider hard is like what a surface is a surface cement is hard, like, yeah. it is, it's, you know, and it's a like, it's a challenge. Of course, it's a challenge. Anything good in our lives that we go through, like, the, it doesn't come easy. And that's a phrase for a reason, you know, like the, the proper things in our life that build us up that give us our substance have challenges to them so of course it's challenged but to me it's not yeah it's definitely not work it's more of a a fluid process i mean it can be fluid if you're open to it but if you're digging your heels in the sand then it's gonna be work like you're gonna fight your way <laughs> through it then it's work <laughs> but i mean if you're fluid with it and you want to fly with it and like embrace the the challenges and the hurdles that come your way then it's a process you know i the outcome is always wonderful. Yeah, totally. it's always worth it whether I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm not a big, I'm, I'm a minimalist. I don't have a lot of stuff. I have what I need. Um, maybe too many books and art supplies, but other than that, so it's, oh, it's always interesting. Like when I do manifest or put the work in or realize what the healing where that's going, like, I want this. And all of a sudden there's a roadblock. Well, there's, why is that happening? I kind of love it. There's totally. a strategy and, and you get to use your logic and, and then connect and connect with yourself and your soul and, and, and go along the way. And hopefully you inspire others to do the same. Cause that was another real thing where I realized my life purpose because of the gifts I was granted is to help others along the way. And that's why I say I'm a frontline light worker because I'm in the trenches and with the humans the amount of funny conversations are like, hey, so I met this person today and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it just turns into like an hour long story and the people <laughs> are listening with intent. And then what happened? Like, awesome. Then Diana gave me your number and we're going to go dog walking. <laughs> that woman I met on a bench waiting for yeah. another friend in, you know, and it just happens. Aligning for you with people, yeah. and circumstance. And oftentimes it's people like that just, want to have a conversation and not a lot of time we don't make time for that yeah and I know that I can do that so I do that excellent I love that that's cool um yeah and I I, I like how we put ourselves out there more the more we have our face shoved in our phone the less we're going to connect with others and you learn through connection you know and you grow through connection and our human connection is starting to falter so much because we're buried in our phones and we're so distracted with stress and anxiety because we're you know it's this freaking hamster wheel <laughs> i don't well, the duality the duality yeah. it's like that is and and it's a very a current theme in our in our time right now is is the duality pitting against each other and i think that's a really scary thing honestly it is i feel like that might change i'm hoping with awareness and with more conversations happening around you know that 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 will evolve with time but time will tell like that's kind of the point of this podcast for me too was just to get more conversations happening that are in like for public consumption like we have these conversations to ourselves and i hear some of them on podcasts and stuff already of course um, I'm probably a bit more of the dirt bag of the self-awareness <laughs> self industry, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, yeah. So like, there's, there's always room for more conversations and yeah. Well, that's what motivated me to finally put myself out there was like, here, here's, here's a story. I know I'm going to connect with one person. If I connect with one person, maybe that will you know, motivate them to kind of take a look at their lives because they'll see, see that they're unhappy or 
just they may know somebody and and let's normalize our trauma yeah, i love that definitely need to normalize that for sure and normalize love and affection love and affection yes. between you know just love and affection period yeah it's so it's I would you go say, to other cultures and it's you see men hugging each other like yeah. in nepal like the kids the little boys that are eight are just embraced with each other holding hands there's no gender there's no sexuality like there it's before the age for that for them and they just love each other and it's beautiful and it's, it's beautiful it happen here <laughs> it doesn't and it's 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 yeah it, it has to i i would love for it to change definitely I, I would, and I would love to be in, in that movement of, of normalizing these things. Like we're we all going have less trauma too. If we didn't, if we did those things, you know what I mean? It's like, where this the domino effect, I feel like. Yes. Cause that's how I see, that's how I see healing. Like when I learned that if I heal myself, I can heal my, my mom and my sister, like the, you know, I was like, it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. If I can, by me healing myself and I can heal a stranger or even I can just I do this sometimes when I walk down the street I'm like you get love today you get love and I, <laughs> awesome a little shooting guns for love <laughs> pew pew yeah. I'm dogs all the time. I'm like, shoot love. You know? oh, that's the best. even like recently there's this man screaming at the top of his lungs in my neighborhood and I was like it's kind of scary I moved to the other side of the street but I was like sending you love I hope you feel better today like you know, <laughs> yeah nice. but going through like and I, I i love that aspect of of that we can do that let's do it right definitely <laughs> the energy gets received and it's beautiful that you do that i wish more people did that i never see anyone of my walks anymore i am out in the thick of it in the woods and west oh, Vancouver. No. i love it it's so great <laughs> i go out my door peanuts not on a leash and we just get to roam but when i lived in kits yeah i like again i wouldn't see a lot of people but especially just for people that are kind of down in their luck for me i would give them support rather than like sympathy like oh that poor guy or oh my god they're crazy i'm running to the other side of the street it's like you silently support them and just you know give them a bump of energy and i think it helps with judging like when you're we're in a judgment mode like why would you when you see somebody it was something i really practiced last year because there's nothing else to do but walk around for a number of right <laughs> <laughs> and i would see things and i'd be like why like why would you why would you do that that's our why default setting care? though as humans yeah, yeah. Why, why are you wasting your time caring, Megan? <laughs> you don't know oh, you're yourself as Megan. You're yeah. judging yourself as me. <laughs> totally. Yes. Really. Like Megan, Catherine, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to try to work on that restructure that mind frame and just be like, you don't know what they're doing. I've done stupid things where my brain has been somewhere else. And I'm like in la la land or had a bad day. And I'm like, you know, you just do things that you, you're, you're, you don't have the awareness of what you're doing at that point. Cause you're elsewhere. So I was like, it's just the way I just, it helped me really like remove those weird little judgments that don't matter I need to be in my process. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I still struggle with that. I, but it's just, yeah, it's like I said, it's our default process and yeah, the more understanding we have around we're humans, we all just do things on a kind of on autopilot. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's really hard to be consciously aware. All It's impossible, actually. Nobody can be consciously aware all the time, unless you're a monk and you're sitting in complete silence, then then that's a whole other level beyond dirtbag self-awareness. 
just like enjoy relax and if your brain slips into these other modes and that's actually kind of gives us another level because then we can be aware of when we are slipping back into those old patterns and those old, old paradigms and then that allows us to observe and be like um, oh snap there i go again you know what i mean and that pulls us back into that awareness but it's good to fall out sometimes like we're human i have a moment in my film job a couple of years ago where i was having this moment with and again, it's film, we get heated, we retired and, and this woman's just going and she's saying all these things. And I'm just like, <sighs> I'm going deep down in the bag of that one <laughs> thing that I was trying to get rid of. And I just, and I just said to myself, it was like, you always say practice. So this is something you're going to fail at right now. Like I had the awareness and I still went off. I still yeah. went off and I went to an old tool and it worked out. But I, the guilt that I had afterwards was what I was like, this, this isn't the way I operate. I can't operate this way because the guilt I have now is it's, 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 it's not worth it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, guilt's a hard emotion to process for sure. Guilt and shame. I'm listening. I'm re-listening to, well, I read Brene Brown's Daring Greatly a couple years ago and now I'm listening to it on audiobook and I just love actually listening to it more because her voice is like the way she reads her own stuff. Like she just, she's got a lot of power behind her voice and she's lovely, but yeah, just, and she talks about guilt and shame in there a fair bit. Not as much as one of her other books though, she, which is the main thesis, but, but this she still touches on. I'm like, yep, those are the tough emotions right there. Guilt and shame, guilt and shame <laughs> for sure. But they creep part, in. Part of, part of being human, right? Yep. Yeah, part of being human. So where do you see yourself going in the next little while, like with the um, with the intuitive diaries and your website and readings and all that? I'd like to I'd like to do more readings. Um, I have three regular clients that I've been working with for the last three years, and I I'm happy to say I think they're going to graduate soon. Oh, lovely. Congratulations <laughs> to them. Yeah. <laughs> in a program but um I'm actually what I love is that I'm seeing what I've helped or been assistance in them taking charge of their lives and what is happening and it I'm like a proud mama <laughs> uh -huh. so, I thought you said bad mama I'm like what do you mean no, proud mama <laughs> I was so, like you're a great mama <laughs> so 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 oh, I love it these women and and our journey that we've been on together and, and, and the extension of other people that I have read because of these, well, because of these two women that I met on the Sunshine Coast and it, and they live in Vancouver and, but we feel very, it felt very uh, destined from the moment I met them and the way it happened. And so I'm not, um, I like to do readings. I like to, I like the human interaction, the exchange and what I can provide. Um, I awesome. really like doing that. And I, where I see myself going is just being part of this movement. I don't know. It feels like something new is happening. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? it? I know what you, you know, I know what you mean. More people are, are, I don't like the term waking up, but more people are becoming in tune mm -hmm. and, and looking at the last year where we were really put in places where we had to really take a look at ourselves. I think a lot of people who didn't even operate that way were like, had, had no choice. I agree. There's all a lot of people that are, have different experiences. And, and I think it's time for us to start sharing them 
and working together and raising the vibration of the planet, going into the consciousness, really, oh, I got goosebumps. So did I. That's so funny. Oh, that's funny. As soon as you said 5D, I just got, I shook up there for a sec. Awesome. Continue. Yeah. (laughs) And I think like, and that, even that, that people, like, I've been talking about this for years and that it's now it's just a regular conversation and, and that I can see we want it. Yeah, definitely. we want it. Like, it's let's time. My God, let's have this. Let's start experiencing like thriving instead of the surviving and mm-hmm. and all these key terms that are sort of coming up. Like that, I, I'm gonna. I want to be part of that. Totally. I'm destined to be part of that. And yeah. and and yeah, normalizing trauma conversations. Huge. Yeah, that's huge. Talking about how we project. Yeah, and, that's huge and too. And, and, and then let's normal, like, let's in love the recovery have- process and how we get over it. So we don't have to yeah. sit in that filth forever. Like just because we're getting into it doesn't mean we have to sit in it. Like that's why we're getting into it. So we can get the hell out of it. Get into yeah. some more water. Like let's, yeah, get out of the mud puddle and hit some waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. That's where I was like, well, I'm so glad you've got such a good voice for it and such a good soul for it and you're connected and in all the ways. And yeah, I'm stoked that you're on this on this path that you've kind of changed course completely since I met you. And so have I like I absolutely love it. Super great to connect with you again. Thank well, you for having me. Of course. It's been so, so lovely chatting with you. I'm really excited to have you back again in a couple months. See, see what transpires for both of us on this little mission. Yeah, this is exciting. Sound it's good? Exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited. Awesome. Well, yeah, I guess we'll say goodbye. And thanks so much for joining us, everyone. And thank you, Megan. And we will chat with you guys soon. Bye. (laughs) Really hope to see you guys on the next episode. Be sure to tune in. I'll be posting episodes every week on wherever you're listening to this every Wednesday, every hump day. So get it in. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye.